Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How in the hell are you? The phone lines are open 210-599-5555, Wow. Where shall we begin today? You know, I, I had a thought. I, I'm, I'm still watching... Yeah, like a lot of you are, I'm watching the reaction to this Jim Caviezel movie, uh, Sound of Freedom. I, as you know, I have not seen it yet. Um, I, you know, we're, we're aware, aware. We get a lot of info on child trafficking. You know, living here in South Texas and doing what we do for a living. That you know, I, I, I'm glad it's becoming a thing. I'm glad a lot of people are paying attention to this movie. And uh, in fact, I, I am going to go see it at some point. Or stream it. My wife is uh, is curious to see it, and so we're going to watch it. I know many of you already have. And I, I think we're all really learning something uh, about the socialist left in this country, and frankly the swamp, in the shrill and weird reaction to this movie. Now, I, I mentioned the Rolling Stone review yesterday, which I read, that, that came out on Friday. I've, I've read... Or, or, you know, glanced at a few others since then. And one thing you'll notice is that there, there's very little about the actual movie and pretty much any article written about it that that's can't shut up about QAnon and Mega and, I, I, you know, all this nonsense. And I think we're learning a lot. Uh, I about you know the the American left and the socialist le- socialist left and frankly just elite weirdos that uh, that are currently running this country over a cliff. Now, I think there are two kinds of things at play here with this reaction because it is, it's all around you. I mean, it, it really, the, the reaction to this, the negative reaction to this movie, which is about spotlighting or highlighting uh, an issue that, wow, every single stinking one of us, and unless we are a pedophile, should want attention on, right? Don't all reasonable uh, human beings with a soul not want children to be sold as sex objects? I mean, we we all kind of want that, right? You'd think. Uh, so I think there's two things at play here uh, with this reaction. And and I told Trey earlier, you know, if they hadn't said a damn thing about this movie, it's not a big movie. It's not on a lot of screens. This movie would have kind of probably come and gone like the Jesus Revolution, would have made some money. People would have seen it. But I think the reaction is also inspiring a lot of people to go see it who may not have wanted to see it prime or, or had thought about seeing it before. I'm one of those people. Maybe I'm, I'm kind of curious to go see it now because of the reaction I'm seeing. What are they so upset about? And again, I think there's two things at play. I think, first off, if we're being honest, and if you've spent any time in any relationship or 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 you know if you've spent any time close to these two communities, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Uh, two of the most uh, venal and, <laughs> you know, messed up and hedonistic communities on this planet are Hollywood and D.C. Hollywood and D.C., uh, the folks who populate those communities in their respective industry, whether it's entertainment or, or the arts or it's politics, and who live at that level, and by that level I mean you're a recognizable politician uh, or you're an A or B list uh, celebrity, these are some of the most self-obsessed, hedonistic weirdos you will ever meet. And I think a lot of them do not want this topic being discussed, frankly, because they're customers. Uh, We have heard this about Hollywood for a long time, uh, and it goes well beyond the casting couch. We have heard about this uh, in recent memory uh, from within our own political system, the swamp as we call it. And if you strip away the support employees, if you will, to uh, do what they do to make this whole ring or organization work, the customer base would almost exclusively have to be people of means. would have to be people with a lot of money to buy and sell and trade in and rent other human beings, let alone children. Children. Uh, 
you know, so I, I, I think those two committees, I think there's a whole lot of people in this country who are a part of that and do not want anybody talking about this child sex trafficking. The, the other bunch of folks or the other thing that's going on is the woke thing has become a kind of communal madness where you just your politics are so interwoven throughout your genetics that you simply cannot allow not only any just a single molecule of criticism coming your way, but you got to maintain your bad guys, and the bad guys right now are the Christians. And I tell you what, there's a whole lot of people, they just freaking hate Jim Caviezel, and they freaking hate Angel Productions, and they freaking hate anything that has anything to do with the Christian faith. Uh, to the extent to where they'll tacitly support child sex slavery rather than give anything positive to anything coming out of a faith-based community. Hollywood still despises Caviezel. That's plainly obvious. They hate his guts because he, he played Jesus in what was an enormously successful movie that they hated. Uh, because it was about Jesus and because it was enormously successful. So I, I really think there's a layer of this that is really as cheap as that, and that Caviezel's got to be a, a Nazi and a, and a QAnon guy and a MAGA hat guy. He's evil and oppressive. He doesn't want guys hanging out in girls' bathrooms with their freaking junk hanging out, so he must be a bad guy. Okay, both people are carrying some dark water for somebody. Because we are talking about something all people of conscience should be able to agree on, that, wow, the selling of children needs to stop. And yet they're kind of in a weird way defending it. It's, it's dark, it's depressing, it's bizarre, and I guarantee you it's bigger than you realize. But what do I know? I'm probably just a QAnon weirdo. You know what's funny about that? I still haven't the faintest idea what that means. I know it sort of has something to do with some online group, but beyond that, I haven't the faintest idea what QAnon is, and apparently that's what I am. <laughs> I guess I'm really failing on the on the self-awareness trip I'm on right now if I'm able to get through the day and not realize I'm a MAGA hat-wearing QAnon guy. So there's my opening salvo. What do you think? 210-599-5550. And I'll tell you what else I'm sick of, too. I'm sick of all the the snarky uh, posts and memes on social media by, you know, frankly, some people I know who can't shut up about how, oh, you MAGA hat wearers, you're so afraid of drag queens. What's the issue you have with drag queens? All right, well, I'll tell you what. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm a transphobe. Maybe I'm just not getting it. Maybe I, I, I'm just so primitive in my thinking, and I'm just not nuanced enough to understand why uh, pushing kids to go through inalterable surgery and uh, to take on hormone blockers and to go through all this stuff to change their gender at the age of seven or eight, and I'm not really getting the whole drag queen thing with kids, just not getting it. So since I'm so unnuanced and transphobic, why don't one of you smart-ass liberals call me up and part the clouds for me and educate me? Why don't you call this radio station right now and you explain to me what I'm not seeing? You explain to me how I'm falling uh, behind or I'm lacking in, uh, in intellect or education because I'm not really getting the whole trans thing with kids. I'm not really getting the whole gender thing. And I'm not really getting the obsession with drag queens and kids. So why don't you freaking educate me? Because you know, right? You're that smart. You, you understand how this stuff is good and I'm not seeing it. Well, then you be a Billy Big Boy Pants and call me up and tell me where I'm wrong and explain to me. Maybe I'll agree with you. Maybe I'll, you'll help me see the light, and I'll suddenly understand why we need drag shows for kids, why we need guys with their organs hanging out, wagging them in front of kids, why we need gender stuff for kids, why we need surgeries for kids. You educate me. I dare you. I double-dog dare you. 210-599-5555. You're not going to call. You know why? Because you can't. 
And you may think that you're funny as hell with your stupid little posts about drag queens and MAGA hat wearers. But the fact is, you don't have a freaking argument for this, do you? Which is why this phone is sitting silent right now, as it does every day when I ask this very same question. You can't make an argument for it. Because somewhere in your mind, you know it's sick. But because you're so stupid with your own politics, you, you can't give an inch, can you? I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear how this is great for kids. Please tell me. Please. 210-599-5555. Here's John. John, how you doing? John, every once in a while, you just make a very great point. I wish you'd do it more often. Um, well, you know. That was a joke. <laughs> so I'm lazy. <laughs> you, you mentioned just a minute ago, no one wants to give, you know, you're referencing the left, not want to give the MAGA side an inch. The reverse is true as well. I think that the visceral reaction to sound of freedom is a symptom of the disease of our cultural tribalism. Nobody oh, I agree. Wants, everyone agrees. Everyone agrees that child exploitation is wrong. If you watch the new Jack Ryan. Well, apparently they don't, though, dude. That's what I'm saying. Apparently they don't think it's all that bad. I think they do. I just think that because the sound of freedom has largely been a right-wing phenomenon, the left don't want to give any credit where credit is due. I think the right does it, too, on some issues. I oh, think I agree. It's sad because, I think it's sad because if you watch other shows, like the movie Taken, he killed a bunch of child traffickers, and everyone's, everyone cheers about it. Oh, that was, yeah, Probably people loved it. On this. It's, just a matter of, it's just a matter of who's supporting the movie, and I think it's sad. Well, there there is a sadness to it, but I I, I guarantee I, I'm going to tell you this. Okay, looking at the box office receipts in this thing, it's more than just conservatives going to see this movie. Uh, I think a whole lot of people are seeing this movie who aren't that, uh, because the the numbers are just too great. I I I don't know, but I I think you're right about the tribalism. I got to take a break. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little deeper into that when we get back. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I'm not disagreeing with him. I, I think he's right. On the uh, tribalism uh, aspect, uh, we, we have to take a break. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, and we're back. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, very quickly, Esteban, how you doing? All right, man. A couple things. If you have, a, if you have to get your sexual jollies off of a child, you are engaged in evil. Yes. It's Absolutely. That, it's that simple. And as far as Hollywood goes, you have this very self-indulgent attitude about me first. And the right has always, I've considered myself conservative since the 1990s. That was a rub against Britney Spears because she was underage. She was kitty porn. Christina Aguilera and the whole nine yards. And the drag queens are just an extension of that sexualization of kids. And let me tell the left something. Just because you want to do something does not make it right. I agree. <laughs> Esteban, thank you. I, I absolutely agree. Um, well, let me address what a, a previous caller brought up with this tribalism thing. He's right. Is, is there a component of people who are now going to see this movie because they're Christians, because they're conservative? Absolutely. Uh, in this one situation, though, they're right. In this one situation, the tribe that is saying we need to do something about child sex slavery is right. The the tribalists who are talking about uh, taking back control of our schools because we don't want transgenderism being pushed on our kids, we don't want our kids sexualized, that tribe is right. <laughs> okay, when it comes to the kids, you 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 folks who are of the other tribe simply don't have a freaking argument. Now, I am not a tribalist. I think if you've been listening, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know that's true. I, I don't pick sides. I take it issue by issue, and I squeeze it through my simple cave dweller's brain, and uh, I form an opinion. That's just how I've always rolled. That's how I still roll. Uh, national security, I'm a conservative. Uh, economics, I'm a conservative. National pride, I'm a conservative. I've supported gay marriage. I still do. I probably support a few things that uh, uh, folks would not consider uh, very appropriate for the tribe of the right. Uh, I have theological ideas. I know that piss people off. Uh, So you're not listening to a tribalist right now. I admit it's going on, and I think that sometimes that's a weakness. 
uh, when people blindly follow one side of things simply because it's the side of things that they're a part of or that they identify with. I think politics have become a, have become a kind of poison to uh, to the intellect. Because here's the dealio. Here's how a true intellectual operates. Okay, If you're a true intellectual, you are constantly taking in new material and new information. You are constantly taking in new data from your world. And a true intellectual, once they take in some information that dispels or undoes, if you will, a certain opinion they have, will they go with the new opinion? Because that's called intellectual honesty. Tribalism is not intellectual honesty. Certainly not. And yes, again, there is tribalism going on in this going on in this situation. But I'm sorry, again, when it comes to kids and gender stuff and drag stuff and this really bizarre wall being put up against uh, folks who want to do something about child sex trafficking, okay, that tribe's right. <laughs> you know what? And I don't care if they're right because of Jesus or they're right because they're conservative, that, but they are in the right on this one. And, and if you're on the opposite of that, you, you are in the wrong. Okay? If you believe that, that seven-year-olds and eight-year-olds can determine uh, something about their biological gender and that they are aware enough uh, and wizened enough, if you will, to make uh, a pretty extreme medical decisions for themselves, you're wrong. If you think uh, making a kid suffer through a pride parade with naked guys hanging out in front of them, you're wrong. If you think kids should be reading sex books in school, you're wrong. You're in the wrong tribe. How's that make you feel? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, man. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm going to take a call here. We're going to talk to Dan. And then uh, James Trevino is telling me he has some amazing audio that we must listen to. He has described said audio to me. And yes, we must listen to this. Uh, but first, uh, oh, and what people uh, are requesting the most from Carmen Electra on her OnlyFans page. I'm telling you, I'm going to start an OnlyFans page and just take pictures of my naked feet. I bet you I make some bank. And I have ugly-ass feet. I'm just saying. I'm going to start an OnlyFans page that will feature nothing but pictures of my naked feet in various household situations. Here's Dan. Dan, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. What are you thinking? I'm Well, first off, I want to let you know that you and Trey have the best radio in the morning. <laughs> Thank you. It's a good show. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, I'll never see the movie. Right. Because I was almost a victim mm. in the 60s, so I'm a little bit older than you. Right. And uh, I was picked up or grabbed at gunpoint mm. by a man that wanted... This is not something new that's happening. It's right. been going on forever. Uh, so I was grabbed at gunpoint by a man that was going to have his way with me. Ugh. Before he got a chance, I killed him. Oh, my. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. Uh, I know. How, how'd you do that? I mean, how, how old were you? Uh, I was 13. And how'd you, I mean, this is like a known thing, I assume, yeah. because you're telling me on the radio. Well, I was a very street-wise uh, kid. Right. And uh, so I told him, I said, can you get me something to drink so I'll forget about this in the morning. And when he bent over, I split his head open with a full bottle of uh, Thunderbird. Wow. Of Thunderbird. Well, man, that's, uh, well, I'm glad you survived that. I'm I'm really kind of at a loss for words right now, to be honest with you. But yeah, uh, uh, so I, obviously, you're, that, obviously uh, you're not, you're not going to, obviously you're not going to see the movie because it, it yeah. And I, you know, it just brings back memory. Sure. I, I so agree with what's going on with it. Right. Well, I'm, I'm glad the movie is bringing attention to, to this topic. And Dan, I appreciate the call, man. Thanks for 
checking out the show every day. We appreciate your call. I, I'm glad. I haven't seen the movie yet. I, I, my wife is now curious to see it. I'm With all the reaction, frankly, I'm kind of curious to see it, too, so I'm sure we'll see it. Uh, you know, it, it, the reaction is bizarre. And But then again, what about today in this moment we're living through that is, is not bizarre? And the tranny thing, you know, it's mind-boggling. And I got some thoughts on chest feeding that I haven't shared with you yet I want to bring up in a little bit. But first, James, you found some audio. Now, who is this now? It's a, a TikTok influencer right. of the LGBTQ plus community. Right. And he's putting on his makeup. So and he's trans or he's crossed or whatever you want to. I think it looks like he just likes to look pretty. Right, right. Um, because he has facial hair and everything. Sure. Uh, very nice eyebrows, by the way. <laughs> and he says what we've been talking about, that some of the the gay community are like, this isn't cool what's going on. Right. So let's just roll it. It's it's funny and it's informative. Sure. I fellow LGBTQIA plus, baby, y'all are doing too much. And yes, I'm going to be the one to say it because if a straight person says it, y'all going to say they're homophobic, this, that, and the third. And it's like, no, boo, you're just doing the most. And it's really not cute. Because can someone explain to me why I'm seeing all these pride videos, people in the streets acting like they ain't got no home training. But us see boo, chee, chee, chee's all out on display for everybody to see. Middle New York, broad daylight, minors present. Like, when it, since when is that okay, sis? Because it's not. And don't get it twisted. On a scale of one to classy, I'm not giving royal family by any means. Like, I love to turn up, shake stuff, and have a good time. But in place and that that was not it y'all when i tell you i saw this chick practically nothing on on top of a water fountain water spraying all up in her cookies nookies and crannies i'm just wondering what type of antibiotic that doctor's gonna prescribe for all that people hanging from street lights hooking up on the side of the road what in the land before time neanderthal behavior raggedy is the word for it they already don't with us like that and this is how you want them to perceive us pride is an event based around acceptance and equality not an excuse for y'all to act a fool all right, y'all. As long as you guys know that that does not represent the entire LGBTQIA plus community, even I'm like, what the f- <laughs> right? Do better. I look. I you know yeah. We need more of that. Yes. We need more of that. We need more. And we've been saying it for a number for a while here on this show specifically uh, that you, there, there's a whole lot of folks out there, and I know because these are predominantly the gay people I have known over the course of my life. Yes, I have gay friends. Uh, is there just people going to work? There's just people living their lives. They want to make their mortgage this month. You know, if they have kids, they want to raise their kids. And and they have to deal with this. They have to deal with this bizarre new form of activism that is obsessed with children. And they have to deal with the fact that, yeah, these are the people who are front and center on the TV and the media. And, uh, and, and that, that's, those are the people who are representing them. And I, I tell you, there's a whole lot of folks who are not happy about it. We have, uh, we have gays against groomers. That's right. But we, we need more. And I know it's, you know, from when you're sitting on the outside of a community to to say to somebody else, well, you need to risk risk this, and you because the the thing is, if you do like that guy just spoke up, I'm guaranteeing you he's getting some flack for it. I mean, uh, you know, they they very often they're ostracized within their own community if they speak out against anything uh, that is going on uh, with the activist level, and and I think it's very unfortunate because I, I suspect there are plenty of gay people who it might be some listening to me right now. Who are just as appalled by this stuff as I am. Because you know what? It's really not about being straight or gay. It's about little kids. <laughs> it's about not blanking with little kids and messing them up and worse, killing them or what have you. It, it's, it's, it's about kids. I've said it for a long time. A whole lot of folks, okay, who are fine with your lifestyle and have no issue with your lifestyle, only get involved and start to have a reaction when you start dragging the kids into it. Do you know what I mean? That that's that, I'm that guy. <laughs> I, I've supported the gay and lesbian community, community my whole adult life, man. And I'll toot my own horn here. You know, when you're working for largely conservative talk radio stations, coming out and supporting gay marriage is it always something that endears you to your own audience. But I'm proud of that because I'm not a tribalist. But my God, we are talking about kids. What's wrong with you? 
We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's talk station. People voice their opinions. You talk, we listen. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Carmen Electra has an OnlyFans page. And Carmen Electra, uh, in an interview, uh, has said that, um, you know, because I, I, I've never been on somebody's OnlyFans page, so it, I guess what do they do? Like, if you pay them enough money, they'll do, you know, they'll pose for it, you know what I mean, do a certain pose or something like that? Yeah, you make a request, you pay, or you just pay a subscription and you get whatever they deliver. Right. So Carmen Electra says the top request she gets is for pictures of her feet. Her feet. You've got all that wonder and glory right in front of you, and you want to take a picture of her freaking feet. That's great. I, I'm, I, when I say that I'm actually considering getting an OnlyFans page and you know, taking pictures of my feet, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm gonna, I might do it. Now, I, 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 because I like to give people credit when I steal their ideas, uh, my kid's dad came up with this idea. <laughs> my kids, my stepkid, his, their dad had the idea, David, that he's going to take pictures of his feet <laughs> and put it on OnlyFans, and probably people will pay money to look at his stinking feet, right? So I, that's his idea. I'm taking it to the next level in that I want to take pictures of my feet in Crocs, you know what I mean? Like just weird, you know, I'm just going to find the most bizarre designs of Crocs and I'm going to take pictures of my feet in Crocs, like in, you know, suggestive poses. <laughs> Did you just say seductive poses? Suggestive, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like make it really cheesy and stupid, like, you know. There's really nothing suggestive about Crocs. Probably not, but I, I'm going to work it wearing, out. Carmen Electra well, wearing some, maybe. But I'm telling you, I'll make bank if I start taking pictures of my feet in Crocs. People will look at it. They'll pay for it. It's you, lightning in a bottle. You could put your Crocs next to the lawnmower so it suggests that you do yard work. No, I'm not doing that. I got, con- I got a condition. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I'm like, you know, like take a picture of my feet in Crocs next to on like a bearskin rug next to a crackling fire or something like that. Right. Maybe I allow the Crocs to begin to melt just a little bit. Yeah. Where are you going to find a bearskin rug? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I won't use a bear. I'll just, I'll go find like a, like a wild feral hog. Anyway, have you ever been on an OnlyFans? Do you know, like I, like I'm going to say this too on the radio that like I have friends on my Facebook list who have OnlyFans page. Right. And I, I just roll. I'm so terrified of even just accidentally, you know, going on there. So, like, as soon as I, oh, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. You don't want to even accidentally look at that. Keep scrolling. So, you know, I, I've never actually been to it. I don't know what, what, what happened. Have you ever been on an OnlyFans page? No, I, page I know account? some people who have accounts on there. James, do you know who the two married guys in the room are? James. Oh, yeah, I know all about it. Okay, I don't Sean know and all Don. of that. Oh, I don't know. I've never been on it. I don't know. No, I, I, have, <laughs> I have not paid any subscriptions or made any requests. I, I haven't either. The three of us have not, and I'm just messing right. with you, Don. We, we haven't gone on all OnlyFans. But apparently people make a crap load of money. Well, you know? yeah, I've got this friend that I went to school with. And right. she is on there. And he didn't look at it. You no, didn't look I didn't. at it. Why? I didn't look at it. Saw it 30 years ago. But anyway, okay. uh, it was... <laughs> oh, I don't want to see it now. <laughs> Why pay for it? Why How am I going to look at her now? She looks like Marion in the it, new Indiana Jones right, movie. It cost me enough back in the 80s. I mean, <laughs> see how you are? Yeah, so anyway, uh, she, she tells me that she's on there, and she really makes a lot of money at it. So, <laughs> I bet they do. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman, don't get me wrong. Well, I, and I got... You know what? I have no issue with it. If you want to do either. that, you know, it's. It, I, I think it's better than... You know, being dragged into porn because it's all you. You're right. just doing it by your choice. Yeah, and I can't, you know, and, and I've known her long enough and well enough to know that she's not going to do something on there that would 
possibly right. get her arrested, you know. <laughs> well, and, and, <laughs> you know, but you know, she's right. a beautiful lady, and she's able to to use that and and you know make it a halfway decent living at it. So good for her. Hey, if I could get naked and make money like that, I would. But the only money I would earn would be from like scientific experimentation and. <laughs> right. Hey, money's money. Like medical advancement and stuff like that. As, as long as the check clears, Rama. I guess that's all that yeah, matters. That's all that matters. So coming yeah. soon, the OnlyFans page featuring my naked feet. In Crocs. In Crocs. Oh, man. I'm going to do it. Can I do that? Is that, like, wrong? Will they fire me if I do that? I See, I, so. the thing is, if you're... Now, I will say it, because we had a teacher that was fired recently. That became a big story, because they yeah. found out about our OnlyFans. <laughs> Look, if you work for somebody, and they don't want you doing naked pictures online... Right. And they find out they're kind of within their rights to, but I, but to fire I, your ass. But I think in this industry, it's kind of expected. In this industry, no. We've in this doing... industry, they're like, what, you don't have an OnlyFans page? What's wrong with you? I'll be doing OnlyPlasma.com. OnlyPlasma.com. Oh, okay. That's the only way to make money. <laughs> and I won't pl- get yelled, yelled selling bl- I haven't got... I've, you know, I almost got there a couple times, but I never quite made it to the plasma selling level. <laughs> got damn close, though, a couple of times. Oh, college and It's days. called Divorce. All right. We'll be right back. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's five minutes, at, uh, five minutes after 10. I'm Sean. Hi. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Yeah, this show's been so gay today that I, I was going to talk about some gay stuff here, but I think I'll take a, a break from the gay just for a few minutes. <laughs> Let's just take a big old, you know, breather there from the gay stuff. Um, there's still people are still talking about Biden and Great Britain yesterday, and you know just how bad he looked. Trey was talking about the video yesterday, or the where, where he's staring at the guy, the guard with the big, the big, the, the big tall bearskin hats they wear. You know, I don't know why bearskin is a theme today, but the, you know the British, because I, I, I remember doing a. a Talking about this, these guys on the radio once before. I think it was during the wet or the uh, the coronation or whatever. They have these tall hats. It's tra- tradition. They're 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 made with the fur of a certain bear. I think that's in Canada or something like that. And uh, Biden's just standing there and he's just staring at the damn thing. And Charles actually is like almost at this point dragging him away. This way, uh, this way, Mister President. Uh, this way. I'm the king. You have to listen to me. It was really embarrassing. You got a couple of, well, you got three different embarrassing things that have happened over the past few days. First off, somebody dumped a bag of Coke uh, in the uh, in the West Wing, and we're all pretty much thinking it was Hunter's Coke. I mean, I, again, I think it was his uh, his Camp David stash. And then uh, you you have the very embarrassing appearance in Great Britain with the King of England yesterday, which, you know, he, he didn't exactly seem on top of things. Uh, and then you have this Axios report that's come out that, um, it, and, and just by virtue of the fact that it's out, that Axios did a piece like this is interesting. Where uh, they're saying something a lot of us who, who kind of watched Joe back in the old days in Delaware were already aware of, that apparently he's an a-hole. And apparently he's an a-hole to his staff. Uh, and the report mentioned the F-bomb and he, he demeans people and tries to humiliate people. And uh, his staff uh, very often uh, don't want to meet with him one-on-one. They bring people to be, uh, their words, a, quote, shield uh, against Joe Biden because apparently he's such a freaking jerk. And, uh, you know, I, I, what, what do I think is at play here? What, why does that, why is, and Trey brought this up on Where and Ryman. It's an excellent question. Why are, is Axios publishing something like this all of a sudden? They're fairly left leaning and protective normally of, of the Bidens and Democrats in general. Uh, you, you have uh, more and more people vocalizing on the left about Joe Biden uh, acting like his seventh grandchild doesn't freaking exist. 
people who in other times, previous times, not that far back in our memory, would have circled the wagon and have circled the wagon around a guy like Joe Biden uh, to the best of their ability. So what's going on here? Why he's on the way out. And I've told you on a number of occasions precisely what I think uh, is going to happen. I and I uh, this is actually this is what I'm thinking. I I believe they they the, the whole reason Kamala Harris is there is because she's a black chick. So you have Joe Biden at some point, uh, you know, say through his people or whatever that I I just can't physically do this job anymore. You shuffle him off. Uh, she becomes president. Then you run her. And I know that people don't like her. She's she's you know she's tracking uh, numerically, uh, statistically lower than Joe Biden. She was one percent uh, when she left the primary trail uh, when she was was first campaigning to be president. That's all true. But if you look at some of the other players, I, we talk about Gavin Newsom quite a bit. Gavin Newsom has a crapload of baggage called the state of California. And I do mean the state of California, which is apparently fairly appalling. Newsom can't really, I don't think a guy like that can get around uh, his failure as a governor. And and moreover, he's also a straight white guy. So that's a couple of boxes he doesn't check, or a couple of boxes that he checks that don't really exactly help him. And Kamala Harris, dumb though she may be, stupid and moronic as she may be, the only baggage she has really uh, is her own statements uh, and the fact that she really doesn't seem to have any kind of job at all, even though she's supposed to be our border czar. But this is baggage that the Democrat Democrat Party, in a sense, can 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 absorb. You know what I'm saying? There's no active scandal about her other than she's apparently a dumbass. She would be very easily controlled, and she checks the right boxes. In other words, you can't parade Gavin Newsom out there and make any claims of racism. Uh, you you trot out uh, uh, Kamala Harris, and no matter how stupid she may be or no matter the stupid crap she may say, well, it's just because you hate black women. So I, I honestly think the plan, the evil plot, uh, is to uh, shuffle Joe off and move Kamala in. And because uh, who else? You know, I mean, uh, you want somebody you can control. That's obviously what, what the forces of evil are all about, whether it's Barack Obama or whoever the hell it is behind the scenes. Uh, the swamp, they want somebody you can control. Joe Biden. Joe Biden was somebody, a hole though he may be, that was easily controlled. What What position. Has Joe Biden, since he's been president, taken a hard line on uh, in opposition to his own party? Not a single one. In fact, Joe Biden himself has uh, restated, his, has reformed his own opinions on some issues that he's taken the, the complete opposite, polar opposite view uh, in, in comparison to what he said when he was a senator and vice president. Stuff about law enforcement, crime. Uh, so he's controllable. He's malleable. She would be as well. Uh, now they're obviously going to have to cheat their asses off, uh, to make it happen, but we've seen them do that before. Have we not? Riccardi said something really interesting last night. I listen to Jack, uh, you know, uh, most nights and, and especially my wife has a night class. So I'm sitting there uh, waiting for my wife. I'm, I'm listening to Jack and you know, he, he made a really interesting observation uh, in that he admittedly, and like a lot of folks, you know, who do this for a living is is curious and interested about politics, you know, and, and uh, for some folks and, you know, politics is, is fascinating and it's like watching sports for them to a certain extent. And I know a lot of people like that. I used to be a guy like that. Uh, Jack is one of the best, uh, I think, finest political analysts uh, this you know, the, the talk radio has ever seen. He's really, I think he's that good. He really is. He knows his stuff. And Riccardi was saying last night, I don't, I'm not into it this year. And the reason he said he's not into it is because I don't know what's real. And when he said that, it, it, it sent off a couple of bells in my head because that's exactly where I am. I, I don't know what's real and what's not real. I don't know if the fix is already in. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. 
and 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 now I'm not somebody who enjoys politics. I I think most politicians are scumbags. <laughs> you know, I I think if most politicians lived next door to you, you wouldn't let your kids play over there. I have a very low regard for for the American politician. I'm, I've said this before. I'm not fascinated by the machinations and the gamemanship of politics. But I find myself in the very same position in that I don't know what's real here. I didn't know what was real with the past two elections. Uh, we we obviously are aware of the fact that these people will lie, cheat, steal, open the border, allow people to be murdered, allow kids to be sold into sex slavery if it helps them politically. Uh, I personally th- uh, personally think they were totally cool with the pandemic because it you know, effectively shut down the presidency of Donald Trump, which is what they wanted. I mean, I think they're horrible freaking people. And I think they're capable of anything, and nothing shocks me. The only saving grace for me, and this is oddly a ray of sunlight in this morass, and I'll tell you what it is. They're also inept. These are not people who are actually very good at doing what they do. Now, which is cheat the system and, you know, uh, try to coalesce more power and, and money for themselves. They're good at it to a certain extent. They, they, they've evolved their methodology as far as how they cheat elections in that they failed in 2016. They pulled it off in 2020. And now I think they're uh, going to obviously try it again for 2024. But it, they're they're not exactly doing all that well right now at at keeping the the conspiracy or the evil machinations out of the public eye. Uh, and I think that's because primarily the younger folks coming up are idiots like AOC. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is the prime example of a I don't know what is she Generation Y I don't I don't know Generation Z I don't really know. What she is is a representative of the next generation of pol- of American politicians, and they're practically illiterate morons who can't stay off of TikTok. Uh, I don't suspect that people of AOC's intellect will be able to manage uh, geopolitical conspiracies, <laughs> you know, in 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 the in the in the future. But we still got a the old uh, bunch of the old guard left, and they're pretty good at it. So I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on or what's truth uh, from uh, from a lie at this point. I know it's getting bizarre as hell. The tranny thing is just, it's beyond bizarre. Uh, San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. 22 minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Let's go to the phones. Here's Will. Will, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Not too bad, man. What are you thinking? What I'm thinking is is that I mean, I read a book. One of the greatest books I've written about democracy was written by Alexis de Tocqueville called "Democracy in America." Mm-hmm. And one of the things he talks about in that, leading up to the French Revolution, is all of his relatives were getting guillotined. Right. You know. And he talked about, this is in the early 1800s, that for over 600 years, 75% of the land in France was owned by six people, by six families. Right. And when the aristocracy, which is the people that owned the land, were pissed at the king, they didn't go yell at the king. They went to the people and riled them up. Right. And when the king was pissed at the aristocracy, he went to the people and riled them up. And all they did <laughs> is just manipulate the people and divide them right. so that they could and then get back, back and forth with each other. And back then, everybody were subjects. They weren't citizens. Right. And that's what he talked about in his book. And we've only had citizenship for 250 years. That's it. That's right. The idea, the modern idea. Of, years, you, you, it's been no citizenship. Everybody's right. a subject. And, and, and a citizen, you know, as a citizen, yeah, in a free society, you have a lot of inalienable, inalienable rights and personal rights that are not afforded most people. But along with the idea of being a citizen comes what? Civility civic responsibility uh and i think that idea is going bye-bye like real quick well it is they, the power people the elite the aristocracy they want their old world back 
you know, and they talk about Republicans want to take people back to the 1950s. Uh, yeah. The left wants to take us back to the 1650s before <laughs> we had citizenship. Well, and, I'm and not I really know. interested in going back to either 50s, to be honest with you. I mean, I understand, <laughs> but the thing is, if you had a choice, I'd rather be a citizen than a subject than a slave oh, yeah. that can never move up in the world. That's oh, yeah. a permanent station. My kids are going to have a permanent station, and no one's ever going to move up. But see, the elites in this country who are either of the swamp or they're socialists or what have you, they see you and I as subjects. A guy like Joe Biden sees you and I as little people, as subjects that need to be ruled. And that's what they want to impose. At the heart of all fascist states is, is that idea. Uh, and, and that's what's at play here. I think it's painfully obvious because the, the last thing they want uh, are things like free speech and your ability to choose your leadership and you having a voice and, and all that stuff. They hate that stuff. They prove it on well, a daily basis. the last election, they didn't have – the Democrats didn't have primaries. They already selected. Right. They're in the process of selecting again. Sure. Who the candidate's not going to be not having primaries. They're going to try to do that again. They don't believe in democracy. I, I, agree, I agree. And that's why it makes me barf in my mouth a little bit whenever they start running their traps about democracy. It's like – Really? <laughs> yeah. They you don't. Know, and they're, really? They're brainwashing our kids with TikTok. Yeah. And the, and then with the currency, they digitize the currency. You won't be able to buy anything without the government knowing, which is a violation of your privacy and the Fourth Amendment. And you won't be able to buy anything. You, they'll limit the amount of gas so you can't move. Right. And the well, amount of electricity so you can't even use your electric car. They're not going to let you buy a gun. Well, I'm getting They're low gonna, on time. Do you what? What hope do you see? Do you see any hope in this? Well, I just see that the only hope is if we let people know what the real game plan is, and the real game plan is they want to turn us into subjects and not yeah, citizens. I agree. I got to go. Will, thank you for the call. He's absolutely right. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Look at and Joe Biden is the best example of this. Look at the condescension that guy displays. On a regular basis uh, towards, uh, yeah, again, little people. Okay. Uh, remember the guy who asked him a question uh, at some town hall when he was uh, when he was in the campaign season and he called him fat. <laughs> there was a reporter once that asked him a dicey question. He grabbed him by the lapels. We now have this Axios report saying that, you know, he drops the F-bomb on, on his own staff continuously and berates them and demeans them. Where else have you heard about that kind of behavior? Right, the Clintons. The Clintons were infamous. Hillary Clinton especially was were infamous for being complete a-holes to their staff, to Secret Service. But that's the psychology of an elitist, yeah? I mean, that, that, that's how you think. The whole idea of being an elite is that you are surrounded by subjects, not citizens. Citizens are a little, uh, are kind of a, a pesky annoyance when you're an elitist and a fascist because the the idea of citizenship is that you know what I'm your boss, you're not mine. Uh, you're a public servant, you serve me, I pay your salary. And I have a say and a voice in how you conduct yourself as a political leader or as a governor or a mayor or a president. And the the elites of this country, and they're largely what I call the swamp critters because there's a whole lot of Republicans in that crowd as well, they hate the idea of democracy. They hate the idea of of, of personal freedom. They hate every stitch of it. Why? Because it screws up their gig. Smartphone or a smart speaker? Smart listener. When you stream us. Streaming radio now. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. All right, about this chest feeding thing. Well, I, I've had some thoughts on this. Uh, we were This is an old story by a few days. We were talking about this last week. That the Centers for Disease Control uh, has offered up some tips on how, to, how a dude can breastfeed his kid, which is physically impossible to do in, in the natural state. 
And, you know, Tyrus had some comments on this uh, last night. Dr. Drew was on Gutfeld last night and uh, talking about, you know, the steroids you have to take to make that happen. There's drugs that a man has to take to make himself uh, lactate. Sorry if you're eating your breakfast here. And uh, uh, the, the, the data is not clear, are not clear, and, and folks in the medical field are not sure, you know, you're, you're dumping a bunch of dangerous chemicals into your kid. When, when a man gets one of these fake boobs or whatever, however the hell they do it, and breastfeeds a, a child, you may be doing them harm. Uh, and I was thinking about that. Uh, one w- of the things you'll learn if you, and I know many of you have, if you study evil, let's just say the nature of evil, whether it's from a scriptural uh, perspective or uh, you know uh, uh, just a psychological perspective or what have you, one of the uh, primary uh, factors in uh, dis- defining evil is narcissism. Narcissism. You know, self-love, self-absorption. Uh, people say money is at the heart of all ru- uh, money is at the heart of all evil, but really, at the heart of all evil is 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 narcissism. Uh, the love of money and the love of stuff and the love of fame and the love of all this other crap, sexual gratification, all of it spirals outward from narcissism, which is really a function of the ego. Uh, and if you were to ask me, uh, what handful of words would best encapsulate what Christianity is, it's these words, it ain't about you (laughs) Christianity and, and, and faith and, and really, uh, the better, our better angels are, are about getting away from narcissism, about helping other people. And how do you treat people? I believe in, in my life right now that. What really defines you as a human being is is not your thoughts, not your intentions, not even your beliefs. It's how you treat people. It's what you do. It's what you do. It's the choices you make. And so, if you're thinking about evil as being a, a you know one way or the other an act of narcissism, you see that a lot these days, don't you? You see narcissism on on social media. I'm a part of that. I do Facebook. Uh, how many times a day in, in any given marketing campaign, whether it's TV or radio, do you hear the word deserve? Well, you deserve this. Why? Maybe you don't. <laughs> but the idea is out there, right? It's all about you, YOLO. And as I was thinking about, because, again, I, I had this on my mind last night because it came up on Gutfeld. Is there really, a you know, I mean, talk about an act of narcissism. I am going to take drugs so that I can lactate as a man so I can then get a fake plastic boob through which I can breastfeed a child. Now, again, we suspect that these chemicals that are going into your kid based upon this, frankly, unnatural breast milk might be harmful for them. Not to mention, dare I say, the emotional trauma and developmental trauma your your the kid is going to experience by the fact that he's sucking on a plastic boob hanging off his dad or hanging off a guy. So the act of a man chest feeding, you know what? It's all about the dude. It's all about uh, this reinforcing his messed up sense of himself. Uh, and how I'm a real chick. Well, no, you're not. And there, apparently there is little or no concern for the well-being of the kid. And aren't we seeing a lot of that right now, where the well-being of the kid seems to be the furthest thing from anybody's mind? I think that's what I see replicated over and over. That's the theme of our era right now. That's the theme of our moment. That's our zeitgeist is that it's all about freaking me and how I feel about things. And I do believe, you know, Trey and I might have some theological differences on a couple of things, but one thing we both absolutely agree on is that we are in a very important moment right now as far as good and evil. And I know some people roll their eyes, they think this stuff is archaic or magical, but no, I mean mean real world. There is a battle between good and evil going on right now. 
And it's the battle between it's all about me and it ain't about you. <laughs> it's 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 light and dark, you know. It's 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 all that and and more. We're there. Uh, and and frankly, yeah, one side of things seems to be about the business of arguing for evil and making a case for evil. It's a lousy case. It doesn't hold up under reason. But then again, evil rarely does. Uh, so I don't know how it shakes out, but you know th- those are my thoughts on this whole chest feeding thing, and and it's also stupid and bizarre. Just like the really asinine and frankly creepy uh, uh, reaction against uh, uh, the sound of freedom. I mean, if 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 it's a movie that you think is a poorly executed or or produced movie. Well, then let's hear about it. I'm all about, I'm an artsy-fartsy guy. Is the movie good? What I've heard from people is, well, yeah, it's good. It's not just a crummy movie with a message. That The message, there's a lot of those. And frankly, there's a lot of faith-based movies that, that, that are out there that are, are crappy movies, but the message is so important that the message trumps the artistry. I'm hearing that's not the case with, with Sounds of Freedom. And I'm also hearing that it's not, specifically a Christian movie. It's not specifically a Republican movie. That it's merely about this topic of sex, of the sex trafficking of kids, the slavery, the enslavement of children. So what are the left railing about? Is that something you're for? Because that's the only insinuation somebody can come to. Here's what I think, and I said said it at the beginning of the show, and I'll, I'll repeat myself. Because this is kind of my big point for the day. Uh, you know, you, you're either protecting this stuff or fighting for this stuff because you're in it and you're a freaking pedophile and you want to have sex with kids uh, or you are somebody who is so twisted up and blinded by your own politics, by your own sense of self that you think it's the better place to be at the table to argue for the sex trafficking of sex the sex trafficking of kids rather than talk anything positive about Jesus or Caviezel or Angel Productions or any of it. You're you're either being political or you're a freak. You're you're one of the two and possibly both. How's that make you feel? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's take a little break. Actually, let me, let me take a quick call here. Tom, how you doing? Hey, uh, just uh, just jump, chiming in there, Sean. Sure. When you said when you said that uh, the battle between good and evil, like you and Trey talked about, right? I don't know why I thought your audience was going to think, well, there you go. But then you kicked in and said, you might think it's a little magoo. Believe me, before you even said it, I said to my mind, and I didn't even listen to you and Trey this morning. Boy, this is a basis of good and evil judgment, isn't it? Well, this, it's this, it's this, it's, it's the, the, what? I mean, let's face it. What is the human condition? The human condition exactly. is a battle between the primitive and the evolved. Well, Absolutely. let me put it to you this way: it's a battle between the primitive and the civil. Okay, and that's the the journey every single one of us is on. I'm on it uh, through a faith-based idea. I am in that battle as a self-identified Christian. That's where I get my spiritual nourishment. That's where I I get my my strength, you know, to to fight my darkness and my evil. Uh, And I think we're all there, and I think we're there as as a species, frankly. So yeah, I hope it shakes out all right for us. <laughs> yeah, fall, falling falling from grace has never been a bigger statement in my life because yeah. uh, every day what saves my life is the fact that I'm imperfect, but Jesus Christ grants me the grace. Thank yep. God, it's better than a better than a bank loan. I agree. So, amen. amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Thank you for the call, brother. I got to run, man. Thank you so much. Bless you. Stay out of backups and jams. Get the latest traffic and weather together throughout the day. San Antonio's News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Some interesting banter between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk is going on. Well, very briefly, okay, so it, it, it got Zuckerberg now has come up with threads. 
It's basically a Twitter ripoff, right? It's doing quite well, though, apparently. It's picking up a whole bunch of folks. Uh, Elon Musk is about the business of possibly suing uh, Mark Zuckerberg for intellect, basically intellectual property infringement. Uh, and uh, uh, but the back and forth between them is is really funny. Uh, th- th- there was this business of a, a cage fight. Yes, that was uh, last week, I think. But Elon Musk, being Elon Musk, is really up the ante here. He's really up the ante. Uh, he he said, "I'm I'm just, you know what? I, I'm not going to say the actual word, I guess. But uh, it, it, here's what Elon Musk tweeted. First off, he called him." Kukold, a, a, a right? It, it's a, it's a, it's a person who likes to watch their spouse make it with somebody else. There, I just said it, right? That's pretty much it. Is that, am I got that right, James? And and then he added, "I propose a literal D I C K D I C K measuring contest <laughs> <laughs> with a little ruler emoji right next to it." God, it's got to be fun to be Elon. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, you look at a guy like Mark Zuckerberg, aren't you kind of thinking what I'm thinking? He probably, with all that uh, martial arts crap he does, I think maybe we're overcompensating for something. That's all I'm saying. My brother Trey uh, brought up the observation. I'll bring my dudes in. I'll bring uh, James and Don in in this, if you guys got a minute here. That uh, Trey brought up that it, it, when a man, you know, throws that card down, it's because he know he knows he's already got, he's able to run the board. You know what I mean? Like, I, like you, you only throw that card down if you already got five aces in your hand. You know, you don't want to be called on that bluff. Okay. So I, I'm thinking, and plus Elon looks like he's kind of a big guy, and I, I'm just well, not that that matters when it comes to the size of. Okay. You know, you know yes, what I'm yes, talking yes, about. Yes, oh, we yes. all know what I'm talking about here. I think we get your gist. I'm just saying, I don't think think Elon would play that card if Elon didn't already know he was going to win the hand. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, th- this is a thing with guys. This is uh, it's been selling F-150s for uh, for a number of years. You know, you know what I'm talking about. The guys who are diminutive uh, in a certain way, shall we say? And so what do they do, James? They try to and Don they try to overcompensate, yes. Right? Yes. These are the guys that start fights in bars. These are the guys who throw their masculinity in your face twenty four hours a day. These are the guys driving the big honking truck. Nothing against pickup trucks, don't get me wrong. Nothing against F one fifties. I'm just saying there there might be a few guys driving the big massive ten feet off the ground pick 'em up trucks who, you know, would probably not do well. In a measuring contest with Elon Musk, does that make sense? And we're not measuring IQs. We're not measuring IQ. They both probably got about the same IQ. You know, and I, you know. I'm just saying, the guys who make the biggest splash about that sort of thing usually are, how do we put it, lacking. Uh, this is why I've been driving a small car most of my life. I'm kidding. You guys are disgust. I'm just saying. Uh, you know. Is Don acting like he's working? I don't think Don wants to be a part of this. I don't think so either. I think he's worried about his career. Uh, well, his truck. <laughs> well, his truck's pretty high off the ground. Oh, he's got a big truck. That's right. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's why he's. Quiet. Oh, I don't mean it that way. Oh, I did. I think no. I think he's actually working. <laughs> oh, okay. Because if he were actually listening, his head would be shaking right now from laughing what or anger. Wrong? What, what, what's wrong with Hey, you? what are you talking about, you dink? <laughs> I think he's he's got the volume off in there because we're talking about him and he's not responding in any way, shape, or form. There you go. (laughs) Let's see. He's got. We we were talking about Elon Musk Zuckerberg uh, battle royale with the ruler the ruler emoji there. Yeah. And we were talking about you, and and I was talking about big trucks and stuff, but I wasn't. James tried to make a connection with you in that because you have a truck, but it's yeah. not. But it's not. You're not the guy. I'm, he's not. Look at him. Don could crush my head like a grape with his forefinger and thumb. Okay, 
I'm talking about the little guys that drive big trucks. Oh, okay. The my, little guys who are overcompensating for something. Oh, my! I apologize, the guys who start Tom. the bar, the fights in the bars, and the guys who would lose the Elon Musk, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, thing. Right. Guys who are overcompensating. I thought you were challenging me for a second. No, I would okay. never do that because right. you'd kill me. You, you uh, look at me. You, you look at me. No, I mean in the I, Elon Musk competition. So. Oh, what do you mean? Like, was I challenging you yeah, to the same you, competition? Yeah, I thought you were. No, I wasn't doing that. Okay. I'm not worried about that. I, I I'd be okay. okay. I'm ready. Me too. <laughs> Look at my car, man. Look at the car I drive. So it's going to be a three-way fight it's a between dinky, the three of us. It's a little dicky-ass car with stupid stickers on it, all right? Obviously, old John's not worried about nothing. That's all I'm saying. I I just think Zuckerberg would – It uh, of the two guys, don't you look at him and go, well, yeah, you, buddy. You'd be on the losing end of that state. Elon's well, from you South never Africa. You never can tell. Come on, Elon. Or, come on, Mark. Rip it out, Mark. Come on. Let's see what kind of a man you are. Wait, I'll go first. Could you people bring this table over? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you people in the front row might have to move back a bit. I think you know what I'm talking about, huh? Yeah. Somebody may want to sweep this floor. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. You already started. We didn't realize. <laughs> Thank you, James. Thanks for Wade Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. All up in our cookies, nookies, and crannies. What in the land before time? <laughs>